Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Tony Bruno Show, yes, the NFL Draft Weekend is here. It's a uh, tradition unlike any other. Well, actually, it didn't used to be this way. It used to be on Saturdays at noon, and now it's a three-day ordeal. Actually, it's a four-day ordeal. And if you're sitting around on Sunday still watching the draft, well, I can't help you with that. But one guy who can help us talk about the first round in the Philadelphia Eagles selection at number two of Carson Wentz, no shock, is the, the great Greg Cosell, my old buddy from NFL Films. You see him everywhere, you hear him everywhere. And he's actually at the Eagles compound. We're talking, obviously, Carson Wentz. There was no shock. I mean, when we knew Goff went first, and there's the big question, because you're closer to this than I am. When the Eagles made the, tr- the trade to move up to number two, uh, the question has been since that day, well, they must know the Rams are taking Goff, and so they're taking Carson Wentz. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. And so now, of course, the Eagles coach, Doug Peterson, has acknowledged that Wentz was the guy they wanted all along. Did you think that they knew for a fact that, that Goff was going number one, or would they have taken Goff if Wentz went one to the Rams? Oh, I think they would have taken Goff, but I think that Wentz was the player that they clearly had targeted. And I think through back channels, people do get a sense of what's happening. And I think that uh, the Eagles wanted Wentz because, uh, n- number one, I think Wentz has better traits. And I think because of his movement ability, he fits more what the Eagles want to do uh, on offense with Doug Peterson. So I think Wentz was the guy that they wanted, and it worked out. Now, Wentz, I saw a video today. He arrived at Philadelphia. This is on Friday, of course. He arrived at Philadelphia International Airport, and the Eagles security staff was there, and they were trying to get him to a car to come to the complex where he was going to speak to the media for the first time. And so there were a bunch of fans there who got wind of it, and they were asking for autographs. Wentz had headsets in his ear, and he didn't sign, and then some fans were giving him the business. So Philadelphia, (laughs) once again, on the guy arriving in town, booing the guy because he wouldn't sign autographs. And these are grown men, you know, who, again, I don't want to criticize these people, but we know that a lot of these guys get autographs so they can sell them. And I'm not suggesting that these guys weren't legitimate fans, but what's your feeling on that? Is that fair? That the guy, these guys that give a hard time to a kid who just arrived in town, pretty much uh, stereotyping Philadelphia for what it is, is a town that will boo a guy for pretty much doing anything wrong? <laughs> you know what? I think when he starts playing Tony, I think those same fans will probably love him. Uh, you know, I, I think 
that kind of stuff, I, I don't really have a strong feeling one way or another. Of course, you're, you know Philadelphia really well. I've been in this area for 36, going on 37 years. You know, that's that's most northeast cities, I guess, and I hate the stereotype, but, you know, they, they fancy themselves as tough cities, passionate fans. That's just the way it is. Now, of course, uh, Wentz is coming into a situation where he is going to be the uh, the heir apparent. He's the quarterback of the future. You don't go up to number two unless he's the guy. And then the whole thing about Sam Bradford, what's the latest that you've heard? Because the, the stories were not that Bradford doesn't want to be traded or he's going to be traded, and now that Denver obviously took – Paxton Lynch with their 26th pick. It looks like there's really no desire or at least a, a, a pressing desire to go out and make a Sam Bradford trade. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, this, this goes back to when the Eagles still had the 13th pick in the first round before all the machinations happened. The Eagles were willing to let Sam Bradford walk. And the only reason they signed him is because there wasn't a market for Sam Bradford, and they were able to sign him at what's essentially a one-year deal that's team-friendly. So when you trade and draft a quarterback at number two, you're looking to play that quarterback as soon as is realistically possible. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I guess I personally, and I could be dead wrong, would be surprised that Sam Bradford's here when week one of the NFL season starts. And then you still have the Chase Daniels factor. Who's he, he's getting a lot of yep. money, too. So they're in a weird situation. I know people say if you got three quarterbacks, that's a good situation, but not with the kind of investment that they've made at that one position, right? No, and then look, like we said, they traded quite a bit to move up to number two. They clearly made no bones about that, that they wanted to move to number two to get a quarterback. So as soon as they pretty much decided that, they pretty much said that Sam Bradford's not our quarterback. So it, it's as simple as that, really. It, it's not more complicated. Talking with Greg Cosell, NFL Films, NFL Network. He's everywhere, pretty much. <laughs> Is there any place you're not? Uh, well, I'm not home as much as I'd like to be. <laughs> and you're not sitting here. We're doing the show from my dining room table in South Philadelphia, getting ready to have some pasta and drink some red wine while we're doing a show. You don't get that much on the radio anymore. Greg? No, you don't. You don't. I'm actually in Novacare right now with, with the Eagles. So. <laughs> now, the Bradford not showing. I saw the coach. Uh, actually, I saw Howie Roseman, the GM, uh, poo-pooing the whole, well, Sam Bradford didn't show up for the off-season conditioning program, and it's not mandatory. Is this going to, well, I'm going to say, is this going to be a circus? Of course it's going to be a circus. It's Philadelphia. Everything's a circus here. There you go. But is the Bradford not showing up? I mean, can we read anything into this, or is this just, hey, you know, his feelings are a little bit hurt and he'll be okay? Tony, you and I have been around long enough to know that this stuff doesn't matter when when push comes to shove. Hey, if the Eagles decide to keep Bradford and he's going to be their starting quarterback week one, then you know what? Everybody else is going to go out and play, and they're going to try to win the game. We've seen this so many times. What happens now is really irrelevant. Now, the question, of course, is uh, the number 11. Is he going to get number 11? I know they have a receiver wearing number 11, but it's not a (laughs) big-name guy. So what's Carson Wentz's number going to be? Do you know? I do not know that. that. You know what? That was not asked at the press conference today, so I don't know the answer to that. See, now, that's why, that's why I'm usually – I was remember, I was the guy at the Eric Lindros introductory press conference who asked Gene Hart the first question, and I asked Eric how you pronounce your last name. Is it Lindros or Lindros? And Gene Hart sort of um, ridiculed me a little bit, but I thought that was important because it was one of those names that was pronounced different ways, you know, sort of like Tony Dorsett or Dorsett back in the day when he was coming out of pit. I remember that. I remember that. See, we we needed you. We needed you here, Tony, just for that. I was too busy working on my basement doing plumbing work. Believe it or not, I just follow it on the media. I don't go to all the news conferences anymore. It's a circus anyway. With Twitter, do you really need to be at every news conference? I mean, it's, you hear this, you see the same thing tweeted out a hundred times by a hundred different people. So it's almost impossible not to know what's going on anymore. That, that's correct. I'm sure Twitter. Why? You know, I, do, I don't look at Twitter as much as most people do, I guess. So maybe I should so I can see the same thing over and over again. And then you'll know it's true. That's how I know it's true when I see it tweeted 50 times. Although there's stuff that's tweeted once that people jump with, and there's a lot of fake Twitter accounts, and we won't get into that tonight. So it's going to be a, a quiet weekend for the Eagles. Uh, they still have, they have seven total picks, six still coming up for the weekend, but no second-round pick. So things quiet there at the Novacare Complex, the Eagles headquarters? At the moment, uh, they pick 79th tonight, which is the third round, and that's the only pick they'll have tonight unless a trade's made. 
and then they'll have what uh, six or uh, five or six tomorrow. And uh, you know, sometimes you get some pretty good players in later rounds, and it becomes even more important than ever for the Eagles in these later rounds because they do need some players on this roster. And well, look, guys get drafted later for obvious reasons, but you're still hoping for quality players. Yeah, and obviously looking at the first-round breakdown, which I just did, seven defensive backs, seven defensive linemen, and three linebackers, but then you had seven offensive linemen, four wide receivers, three quarterbacks, and a running back. And it was funny. that Things seemed to go in groups. When the DB started going, they went like three or four in a row. Yep. Then the wide receivers started going, they went three in a row. Is that a coincidence, you think? Or I Because mean, obviously no. there are teams that like receivers, and they see the first one go, and they go, all right, we better get this guy because he's on our board. Well, historically, Tony, the two positions that get drafted the most in a draft are wide receiver and corner. Those are the two positions which the most players are drafted. And corner, you can clearly understand because NFL defensive coordinators will tell you that you never have enough corners. So a lot of corners get drafted and a lot of corners play in the NFL. Guys who are late round picks, guys who are free agents. My favorite name, though, and I think the most perfect pick for the perfect team is Eli Apple being taken by the New York <laughs> Giants at number 10. I mean, is that, could it be any more perfect than that? guy named Eli well, Apple playing in New York? Well, I like that, by the way. But, you know, Eli Apple is actually right from South Jersey here. So right. he's from Eastern High School in Voorhees, New Jersey. So it's not quite his home team, but he doesn't have to go far. Yeah, and obviously he's a great corner from Ohio State, and uh, he made a lot of jokes about Eli Manning and – the Big Apple in New York, and he's a Jersey guy, but he's, I guess he's, it depends on what part of Jersey you're from, because there's a lot of people who are giant fans. Is he from North Jersey or South Jersey? Well, that's true. We're down here, yeah, obviously, South Jersey, where I live, and uh, yeah, I remember when Eli Apple was at, in high school, and I actually saw him at the uh, Nike camp when he was a junior going in to be a senior in high school at the Nike camp in, in Beaverton, Oregon, so he's been a big-time player for a long time. Yeah, and it looks like I was looking at the – I love the report cards after the first round of the draft. Everybody had a thumbs up except Chip Kelly out there in San Francisco who surprised a lot of people by taking a guy at a position that they obviously have a great player already playing at. Were you surprised at that selection by, by Chip? Because everybody in Philly, of course, and around the NFL is looking at Chip Kelly's first draft when he took Joshua Garrett, the guard, out of Stanford, and they're pretty set it with Zane Beatles at left guard. Yeah, I mean, I think they're looking for uh, to improve their offensive line all across the board. It was a bad offensive line last year. And I think that ultimately they're looking for really good players. And, you know, it's funny you say Chip Kelly. That, to me, seemed to be more of a Trent Baalke pick because Trent Baalke cut his teeth with Bill Parcells back in the day in the late 90s with the Jets. And that, that to me, seemed more like a Trent Baalke pick than Chip Kelly. Yeah, Chip Kelly doesn't take offensive linemen. We learned that here in three years. <laughs> Greg Cosell at the Eagles compound. I hate to call it a compound, but pretty much is, even though it's a nice facility there at the Novacare complex. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being held against my will. So. Well, okay. Is there a good spread, <laughs> at least? Are they taking care of you guys? Yes, of course. The Eagles do it up properly. They do a great job. Yeah, but not like the old days of Leonard Toast when he used to serve the lobster thermidor at, in the press box for Monday Night Football. I mean, it's not, those days are long gone. Well, it wasn't lobster thermidor tonight, but it was pretty good. <laughs> hey, Greg, always appreciate some time. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Hey, Tony, thanks. Always a pleasure, my friend. Finishing our second bottle of wine. I want to thank Greg Cosell for talking NFL draft with us. We have talked some sports. Some. No, we, have, we talked a lot of sports. No, we haven't. We, we got it. We got into, have been about sports. We got into the first round a little bit of the NFL draft, and the second round is currently going on. Everything else, but by tomorrow morning, everyone's going to know what happened anyway. So, who cares? Exactly. for those of you who missed it, you have to listen to the first hour when it when I posted on iTunes and etc. Tony Bruno has the most epic rant, ripping. Certain people in the media, especially here in Philadelphia. Just the media people. No, but the, he rips a lot of people. Certain people in particular. But it's not my and it style. Was epic. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to rip people. It was Sorry. epic and it was well deserved, good in my opinion. 
Why was it cookie? I know I need a one. In, I need another one of those sausalitos. Oh my god, the sausalito. Mm-hmm. These... Yeah, I, I'm not a big dark chocolate. Person. I didn't realize they were soft baked. I love my soft oh my baked. Oh my god, dark, cho- dark chocolate like my women. Damn right, soft baked and dark, baby. Well, the soft part is right. The dark part, not so much. <laughs> I know. That ain't true. I wish they put some Latinos in the bag. You know what they say? Damn right. I'm gonna let this Prince play out just for a few seconds. Because right, I'm eating a cookie and I shouldn't be doing it. Although mine, mine red is way wine, more... red wine, and a dark chocolate. Oh. Mine is way more appropriate because I like my cookies hard, like I like my man. You what? <laughs> she, she mentioned something about a cookie and a phallus and. It's my favorite Prince song. Who said this went out to D Gordon tonight? Spending the rest of. Who admitted he's accepting his 80-game suspension because he unknowingly took PEDs and didn't know it was in that supplement. He didn't. Isn't that weird how that just happens to some people? This is a guy who led the majors in hits and stolen bases last year. Yep. He got a $50 million contract with the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins now. What's it, 80 games? In January, 80-game suspension. The best part, this is why baseball and the NBA have the best unions and the best contracts. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. During his 80-game suspension, which for cheating. is half the season. For cheating. For unknowingly taking PED. They know. They all Was know. Was it like that deer antler spray? I'll never get over that. Remember if that? If it says O at the end of it, you can't take it, okay? Like Anadrol, things like know. that, you what can't. Was it? What did they that say what it was? Spray. What? What did D. Gordon take that he didn't know? He said he would take supplements, but he didn't look at the ingredients, and it was on the ban list. Yeah, I take supplements. They're not, but none of them are illegal. You could no. take, you could take legal stuff. But there's so many things that are that are on that banned substance list in MLB. Right, you exactly. Can, you, can, you can't take anything. But you have to, if you're an athlete, you have to know what you're taking. Yeah, like there's no reason that you can you cannot just get away with. Oh, I didn't know. You're an athlete. You know exactly. Well, no. To be fair, if you're an athlete and you have a doctor. Or a, a, a nutritionist, or whatever it is, and they're like, "Here, take these." You I don't believe of, it. No, no. I would. Well, I would. No, no, because if if you're a major league baseball player, they the, the doctor that you're seeing knows what's what's not exactly. on that list. Exactly. I, absolutely, I agree with that, but that doesn't mean that the player. These aren't knows. prescription drugs, and a doctor gives it to you. But that doesn't mean that the player knows. I would make, uh, but I mean, they're smart guys. You should look into it. You know, um, they should look into talk it for themselves. If I'm a nutritionist, <laughs> maybe I'm giving them a little bit too much credit. <laughs> if I'm a nutritionist <laughs> a for a major league baseball player, it doesn't say what it, what it, what it was. Tim. If I'm a nutritionist for a major league baseball player or a doctor, and my client has just signed a fifty million dollar contract, and I say, "Hey, listen, take this stuff," I'm he's the guy liable. They should both be liable. But the doctor's going to get off. The nutritionist is going to get off. For the, the mo- player yeah. takes the hit. And you know what? The player doesn't take a hit because he's still getting paid. Right. There's no ramification for it. Big deal. Who cares? No, you know what? Going back to the draft, last night, John Gruden went on this rant. As the um, Larry Is it as good as my rant, rant? No, not nearly as good. But as he was going on his rant about accountability and social media and blah, blah, blah. He's, and he's talking about Laramie Tunsil and the video that had just leaked. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like... John Gruden's sitting here going on this rant, yet the NFL holds no one accountable. Yep. After anything that they do. Yep. Nothing. Well, except the Patriots who lost the number one pick, which is why there were only 31 picks in the first round, not 32. Is that that all? They forfeited the first round pick. Yeah, big deal. Poor, poor team. That's a big deal. That poor dynasty team. As fans, when when a number one pick is traded, if that's not a big deal. People in this town go apoplectic because the the Eagles (laughs) traded a second round pick. Because we need them. Franchise quarterback. Because we need them. The Patriots don't. The Patriots they, have a quarterback who's aging. Okay, they don't have a they have a franchise quarterback. They don't have a guy for the future unless you think the they other have with a the Italian coach who turns everything he touches no, he into doesn't. gold. He does not. He grabbed Deion Lewis off the scrap heap, and before he got hurt, he was the best running back in football. Tony, what did he do before he had Tom Brady? Zilcho. Nothing. Exactly. Right, but what I'm saying is it doesn't matter how many picks you take away from him. As long as he has Tom, no, my everything's going to be okay. Tell me that losing a number one draft pick is not a big deal in sports. It is to everyone but the Patriots. That's not true. That's not as true. As long as Tom Brady's there, it doesn't matter. If it's not a big deal, then why did the Patriots sue Tony, the NFL to try to get the fi- pick back? Because you have to or else you, or else you, you automatically concede. telling everyone you're, you're, you're conceding. You're, you're conceding. I'm you're guilty. I'm guilty. They already were convicted. It doesn't matter. You still, have to, you still have to go against it. You have to fight for yourself a little bit. You can't just go out there and say, I did it. 
Everybody uh, knows you did it. Unknown PDs, unknown deflated balls. Even with the deflating balls. No one knows I, I know anything anywhere I, I at any time. Nobody it, knows. It's an old subject anyway, but listen, every quarterback you talk to, they've all said they docked him. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Eagles lost a number one draft pick over some infraction. Well, we need it. We if don't have Tom Brady, damn it. The Eagles lost a number one draft pick. Would you be saying, I don't know, big deal. So no, it's not a number one draft. People in this town go crazy over second round picks. We do because we need the picks, Tony. No, we don't have don't. Tom Brady. We have Carson Wentz. That's who we have right now. By the way, D. Gordon the supposedly took um, steroids. It was a steroid. What kind of steroid was it, though? It's something that probably ended in an all. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> a what? What? An all. An The Michael Jackson drug? He didn't know he was no, taking that either. No. <laughs> well, that's not, that wasn't a steroid. No, oh, God, I have no. breaking NBA news. Hang I have on, breaking on, news here on. tonight Keep on this program. On, I have learned What do you got? Who Sam Hinkie would have drafted if he still remained and Stop. didn't resign with a 13-page manifesto. Stop. As the general manager who orchestrated a 19-win, an 18-win, and a 10-win season to add to his resume as one of the all-time is. greats. Is this real? The 76ers, according to my sources, deep within the Sam Hinkie Strapezoid Basement Dwelling Organization (laughs) of the Trusters and all of those other Strapezoids, would have were going to draft Jonathan Nicola, six foot nine from the Sudan. Six foot nine. Six foot nine, size sixteen shoe. They were going to draft him. Sudan from the Sudan. South Africa. I know where it is. I'm just saying this. Well, you don't know there's great uh, there's players from Africa in the, the NBA. The last great player came up then. I think Jimmy Dolan, who was played by Kevin Bacon in the air up there. No, Jeff. there's players from the Sudan Bull. in the NBA. Where Manu was Bull? Bull sucked. Yeah. No, he didn't. He was good no, at being tall. He could barely handle that. <laughs> All right? Just stop. How about uh, Hakeem Olajuwon? <laughs> yeah, he, he's not from the Sudan. but he's Right, from he's from not from the Sudan. Exactly. But there are great players from the Sudan. Look up Sudanese NBA players. Sure. <laughs> anyway, Jonathan Nicola, the 76ers were going to draft him, except there's one problem. He got arrested. Oh. He for got what? arrested in Canada. Uh-oh. For- don't tase me, bro. No, he didn't get tased. Right. They don't do that in Canada. They're too soft. <laughs> they're, they're okay, up there, uh, let me give you... They, the throw, top, they throw bacon at them. The top bacon. 10 <laughs> bacon at you. African... African, which is where the Sudan no, from is. from Africa. From Africa. That's Africa. Yes, African. A- from I gave Africa. you the number one greatest all-time so, African-based yes. basketball player. Which was Hakeem Olajuwon. No. From, he was from Nigeria. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dikembe Mutombo. Who wants to sex Mutombo? Who was wants from to sex Republic Mutombo? Of, from where? Was from the Republic of, Republic of Congo. Exactly. Steve Nash was actually from. Did you know that's South was? Africa? It doesn't count. Johannesburg. It South doesn't Africa. count. South that's Africa. Sure, it does. South Africa is Africa. like Bucks County. It doesn't count. No, no it's it not. It doesn't count. No. I, I actually did not realize that he was from Johannesburg. Yeah, but he's in Canada, though. It doesn't count. Steve Nash is more Canadian than he is <laughs> African. Canada, right. South Africa, they're the same. No, he ain't they are the same. From the Congo, Serge Ibaka. No, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. Okay, sorry. I was trying to be too fancy. Get some facts and come back and see me. South Sudan. Who's from the Sudan? Let me see if you know. You're Mr. NBA there, Luigi. Go for it. Luol Deng. Yeah, I know Luol Deng. Yeah. He's, that's from the Sudan. He went to Duke. Yeah, but he's from the Sudan. Okay, he's great. He's from the Sudan. Okay, that's one. Whoa. And then Bismarck. Biombo. Stay out of my Bismarck. <laughs> Biatch. He was also from the Congo. Yes. Another Nigerian, Festus Izili. That's great. Festivus that Golden for State. the rest of us. Festus no. for the rest of us. Festus now, for the rest of us. here's one that is sort of uh, it sounds like a, a pasta, iffy Festus because Izili. he was Nigerian-American. He was a little bit from both. And he was a stiff. Andre Iguodala. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about Emeka Okafor. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was a stiff. Um, then we have... Al Farouk Amin. Al Farouk Amin. Oh, he's yeah. playing for the Portland Trailblazers. And then we have... And my Luke... favorite guy, Luke Mba Amute. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, no, Luke, no, Luke Mba Amute. Yeah, Tony just likes to say it. UCLA great. Who's been told <laughs> to sit on the bench for the rest of the playoffs by another, Doc Rivers. Another Republic of Congo guy, Christian Ayenga. Who? Ayenga. Ayenga. Um, and then we have DJ another Congo Benga. guy. Dude, like a lot of Congonese. Yes. Then we have uh, the first Tanzanian, Hashim Tabit. Another stiff, right? Oh, uh, Hashim Tabit, the yeah. number two pick in the draft yeah. to win the D-League. So where do, where do we have... How about Manu- Deshauna Jop? Deshauna Jop? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Manu Bull isn't even on here in this list. Because he stinks. Well, that we have Senegalese. No, I love- there are a lot of great... My yeah. point is... There you are said a lot from of the Sudan, great African players. Yes. Okay, who come to the NBA and excel. 
That's why Jonathan Nicola is was going to be the 76ers lottery pick, but unfortunately got arrested in Canada. You don't know the story? No. He was actually 30 years old, and he got a, uh, a passport or a visa to Canada and pretended to be a 17-year-old oh, 11th grader playing on a Catholic school in Windsor, Ontario for Oops. six months. This guy is 30 years old, six foot nine, had a size 16 shoe, and was pretending to be a high school student after he got into Canada from the Sudan on a student visa. Oh, Good wow. job, and he got away with it at, at 30 for years six old, months. Wow. pretending he was 17. He's got documentation. Wow. He's all right, man. And he's By on Sam Henke's draft board. <laughs> we're in your basement tonight in a circle. That jerk. is insane. I just think his growth plates haven't even kicked in oh. yet, man. By the way, <laughs> that, that movie that you're thinking of with... It's the air up there, Kevin no, Bacon. the air up there. Yeah. yeah, I remember that movie. And who did he play, a Sudanese guy? No, no, no. no. He played an NBA... Uh... No, he was he was a scout for, a scout, for Georgetown. Right. Down. He used to play in the NBA. It's, Ke- okay. it's his name was it's Kevin Bacon. He played Jimmy Dolan. Yep. And Jimmy then Dolan, he went, he went to. He went to Africa to go to go look at this country. guy who was supposed to be. But then he like was wasn't it like more than just one guy though? Right? No, it was one guy. Uh, just one guy. See, like Sam Hank, wow. he only went to see one guy. That was all. It was. By the <laughs> way, went to see one these guy. are the substances that D Gordon was supposedly taking. They were um, they were testosterone and clostebol. Is it told you something ended in an O. Told you. Um, and they like have anabol, a cost yeah. of ball. Any anadrol, anything that ends in an O is definitely except banned. The, the laundry detergent. All, oh, uh, yeah, oh, right. right. <laughs> that ends in good stuff. Obviously. That's A L L. I know it's all or O I L, as they say in the South, is all as well. I'm still chewing it? my cookie. Do you know? Do you know what would go good with all this? <laughs> after everything we've had? What? You know, because what we had, we had dinner. We had a great dinner that Robin made for us. Right. Yeah. We've had a nice wine. You're welcome. We've had the cookie. But you know what we're missing? We're missing dessert. You know what good good for dessert? A little oh, ice cream. I can go for some right oh. now. You want to go for a little ice cream? Yeah. Little All right. Ice cream. Is the guy around the corner? Do I hear the truck can we in the hear background? It? Who, who is that you're speaking of? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's Mr. Softy. Mom, mom, yeah. <laughs> My mom, money's. Mom, mom. Mr. Softy, when I was growing up, which was a long time ago, would always come around 3.30 in the afternoon. Wow, he was early. Awesome. No, he'd come around, and then my mother would scream, Mr. son of a bitch, it's dinner time. He'd always come around right before dinner. He'd get home from school. He knew to come around 3 o'clock, 3.30, 4 o'clock. That was dinner in your house? Oh, yeah. Well, no, dinner's 5. You don't eat ice cream at Before 4 o'clock man, in the yeah. afternoon. Sure, yeah. So my mom would get mad, and all the parents would get mad at the Mr. Softy truck. And Mr. Softy is a primarily an East Coast thing. Yes. yes. I did not know There are about ice cream Softie. trucks all over the country. There's I didn't one know down that south that's racist. No, no, and no. People this is confuse, on the West Coast. No, but there are people confusing Mr. Softy's jingle as a racist jingle, and it's not. No, it's not. I was confused. I was one of those <laughs> it's extremely yes. racist. Oh, my gosh. No, it's so people, horrible. There are people, well, Mr. the guy who wrote Mr. Softy is a Philadelphia guy, by the way. You know yes. that? He Len Was, right? He actually wrote Les, a lot of jingles. He wrote yeah, a lot of Len, jingles. Yeah, Len Was. Was. W-A-A. Les Was, who was 93 years old. Poor and, guy. And Les Was, I did not know this, wrote a lot of jingles. He didn't just write the Mr. Softy jingle. Mr. Softy was soft serve ice cream. Correct. There were about 1,000 trucks up in the northeastern part of the United States, about 15 states. He wrote 900 jingles. Whoa, wow. the U.S. Coast Guard. For Ford and for the Phillies. It's a lot he of did? He wrote, yeah, I gotta find that jingle. That's so he amazing. Was a legend. Okay, now he, he worked at the Navy Yard in Philadelphia. I worked at the Navy Yard in I Philadelphia. <laughs> and uh, Les Wass, dead at the age of 94. Little known fact that whenever the Mr. Softy jingle or the Mr. Softy truck comes around the neighborhood, uh-huh. Tony starts to sing this song. Right and here. I know the jingle. Yes, he does. And people didn't realize there were lyrics. Wait, how did you know it, though? I mean, because when I was a kid, we used to sing it. Wow. Mr. Like, All right, we got to sing it now. You ready? Okay. I got a cue from the top, though. Right, cue from the top. I don't top, have the damn lyrics. So I, I gave the... you the damn No, lyrics. you gave you gave me Robin's copy. Oh, damn it. I, I gave everybody a copy of the I'm damn just, lyrics. I'm All just right. warning everybody. My voice is horrible, yeah, so if your ears bleed. Yeah. Mine sucks, too. All of If your ears bleed. So he's going to go, the creamy and dreamy and something green. That's what he's going to sing. Roll the damn music. All right, wait. Get my envelope. The ice cream man's coming. This one's for you, Les. The creamiest soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. For a refreshing delight supreme, look for Mr. Softy. My milkshakes and my sundaes and my cones are such a treat. Listen for my store on wheels dangling down the street. 
the creamiest, dreamiest soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy for refreshing delight supreme. Look for Mr. Softy, S-O-F-T-E, Mr. Softy. Oh, boomer, we hit it right at the end of the dance song. You can't. You can't, you can't Boy, script any better than that. There's no more racist song than that, is there? No, no, well, no, 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 well. no, 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 Okay, so Wait, I can I just give us one of these first, please? Because yes. all wait I'm going Yeah, wait a minute, Rob. We earned one. Take a bow. Thank you. Mr. F and Soft. It started out bad, but it got good. All right. So sort of all like I remember life. is an ice cream song, and I knew that I'd heard this story. Not my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's about it being oh, incredibly, yeah. right. incredibly, incredibly racist. No, what happened this week when Mr. Softy, the guy who wrote yeah. the lyrics, Les Wass, died, there were, a story where all these websites that were saying, Mr. Softy, he had that racist jingle on his truck. Wrong. And they confused it with another truck that did play a right. racist song. On the West Coast. But, but they never played the lyrics. They just it played the song. It was just the music. Right. It was an old Southern music so, a song that they, they just incorporated. and Racist no, lyrics into it. But the, No, no, no. The original song had racist lyrics in it. Then they removed the lyrics and just and played just the music to, to the play song. The music right. to use it as well, we listen to the so lyrics. It's okay. awful. Now, can it, you like, find not the not the lyrics, uh, not the one with lyrics, just, just the play one, the music the music to the, 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 the ice cream, cream truck. Uh, I'll try. No, I found the two. There's yeah. no lyrics okay. on it. There's right. no lyrics on it. Because listen, I listened to the lyrics. No, and you, what I did? you can't play that. When I was on YouTube looking up the Mr. Softy song, everybody thought it was the other one. No, I saw racist Mr. Softy song. He dies, Mr. Softy. And then I played it, and it wasn't the Mr. Softy jingle. It was this other Southern it's song. Awful. It's that awful. It then had lyrics it's that bad. were written for I got it. I have it that right are here. racist. I got, I got we're not slow. playing the racist lyrics. We're no, no, playing there is the no song. lyrics on this. This okay. is the, the one I played. This... I got I to cue it up. Hold on a second here. So this is the song. This is it right here. Everybody knows it. I mean, like... This is the song that the non-Mr. Softy ice cream truck. Farmer in the Dell. Yes. Do you bang your thing with the rest of the gang? No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> that's no. the farmer in the Dell. That's the farmer from this the Northeast. Farmer in the Dell. It's not? No, this is a southern song. I forget the lyrics to it. Well, that's... The original oh, lyrics. That's... The... Whoops. Ah, stop! Anyway. So the, the original song is is incredibly incredibly racist like it's so racist it's shocking when you read it like i like, i don't it, it makes me uncomfortable even like yeah like you you had no, like if you were you were a child and you listened to ice cream truck coming yeah. not the mr softy song this song you're like oh it's the ice cream truck like everybody yeah. knows no, it. that song is when i come from alabama with a banjo on my knee that's it that's it that's the song but when you hear the music you're not thinking but somebody made racist lyrics so when they incredibly heard that, when they heard oh that goodness. jingle on the ice cream truck on the West Coast, most people didn't think of it as no, a racist anything, song. Yeah. They thought of it as a dumb Southern song, just like the Mr. Softy thing is a silly jingle, Correct. right? But then when Mr. Softy's writer died, Les Was, there were people suggesting that the Mr. Softy jingle was in fact the racist one. No, and that's horrible. No, it was not. No. That's just bad job of, of, of people researching yeah. information, what do we call that which is easily accessible. Lazy journalism. Exactly. It's not even journalism. It's just people trying to make something out of nothing. Yeah. They're trying to say that Mr. Softy's jingle was the racist one when it wasn't. It was this other. Does it say what the ice cream truck company was? No. So this the so it's it doesn't matter. It was just any ice cream truck because it was so recognizable and people knew that song so well. They just started using the song without the lyrics. Just the da 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 da. Yeah, exactly. But when I hear those lyrics, I didn't know it was a racist song. I would have. I would have no idea. The turkey and the straw. That's it. The turkey and the straw. But but it was actually written back in 1916 and released on Columbia Records. It was written by Harry C. Brown. Under the title, this was this was the actual the, the the music and everything was written by this guy, and it was the N word loves a watermelon. Ha ha. Back ha. in 1913, 1916, 1916. Yeah, it was, it was the, See, I thought it was a southern song that then was turned into a racist song no. later. No, it was no. racist. No. From it, the it, it was it was it was released on Columbia Records, right? And it was like Robin said, the N word love not loves love a watermelon. Ha, ha, ha. Right. And so Brown used... This is the first I'm hearing of this, yeah. believe this, it or not. It, yeah. This, like, makes me, like, sick. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's bad. So, so Brown used a very well-known melody and just tweaked it a little bit, yes. which was a 19th century song, Turkey in the Straw. And it dates back to even older, a traditional British song called The Old Rose Tree. 
And the tune was brought to the American colonies by Scottish Irish immigrants. It's always so the many, Irish and the so Scots. It, that had, do their stuff. it had a lot <laughs> of. Drink, and then what happens? Well, there's, also, there's also the Northeast remix. But, oh, wait, we have a remix? Yeah, it's the remix. All right, let's hear it. Hold on, hold on. How do you not love this? I love Mr. Softy. I hear it now, I go crazy. And you don't hear it that much. Well, I was. Oh, there it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a moment, soft serve. Put that for a long time. <laughs> get them jimmies on there. I love that. That's after midnight. That's Mr. Softy after midnight. Right there. I love that. Now you look. look now was, was pretty good. Us, there's like a pizza truck in her name. Yes. Wait a minute. A Wait. A, so there. We have a pizza truck jingle update. Yes. Let's go to our pizza truck. Wait. Update. What? There's yes. a pizza. Oh. You told yes. me there's a pizza oh, truck yeah, in your yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, I thought, what? I thought you had a jingle. No. Was, so no, the pizza truck <laughs> you can in come Fish- up with one if you want. No, the pizza truck in Fishtown just rings a bell. And That's what it, it does, yes, it drives around, but when you hear the bell, you can run out and get a slice of pizza. It's How do you amazing. Know it's a pizza truck and where are the white up? women at? <laughs> That's it's, kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's not in Fishtown. They're all hipsters there. Damn right. Yeah, they're it's like, hipsters. it's a little bit of like an they're urban all like legend. crunchy granola chicks up there, man. Now, <laughs> crunchy granola wait, wait, chicks. you have to, Luigi, you have to look this up. Hold on, time out. We finished laughing. <laughs> Luigi, you have That's to look this up. That's what a Robin's crunchy granola chicks. The Pizza Planet truck. There uh, is pizza actually planet? a pizza. No. There's right. a pizza truck jingle. Right. There Look is. The, yeah. Oh, let's play this. Oh, that's not the, the one in Fishtown. Is just the bell. Wait, I got to hear the pizza planet it is. truck. Pizza planet truck. Food trucks are huge. We know that. Yeah. Yes. This is this is a real pizza thing? planet. Yeah. There's is this a, a franchise? Oh, Wait, pizza like planet's cartoon, from Robin? Toy Story. Yeah, it's, wow. a, it's, a, it's from Toy Story. Oh, oh but there's a pizza truck. Yeah. Yeah. Should I play the jingle? Yeah, it's a Toy Story. It can't be bad. You know, we'll see. Hang on. Is there a digital, like, is there a funk remix? An R&B to the R&B tip? I like that Mr. Softy remix. That was great. That was dope. Rendezvous with Star Command. Hey, gas, dude. It's a planet. Andy. Oh, no. I can't show my face in that room without Buzz. Buzzz! How do you away. not remember this, Robin? No, Buzz, you gotta come back. I. We just went on Disney World. We went on the stupid uh, Buzz Lightyear. I found Light a spaceship. Years. I love this movie. I found a spaceship. We did. I. I like. Yeah, they have a ride where you get Tony. in a little car and then you shoot Tony stuff. Tony really? yeah. sucks at those things. What? You shoot laser lights at targets in the Buzz Lightyear ride. Great. I mean, like I was sure like a three bazillion billion 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 I don't know. That noise. Yeah, get it out of here. Get out of here. Get out. That that noise I do. Oh, is actually from Toy Story. Oh, it's what the it's what the um little guys do in in Pizza Planet. They do. Yeah, the little aliens, the little green aliens. They go. Oh. How do you remember that stuff? I I was I saw Toy Story in the movie theater when I was like six. Dude. Speaking of which, <laughs> um, one, uh, I think it was Joe... Um, Rafino? Rafino said that he took his daughter or son? Is it, does Nobody he have a son or a daughter? But he took him to see Jungle Book. How was oh, the new one? Absolutely fabulous, and he thanks us for the recommendation. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it. It's been out a couple you know, of weeks. I saw something you said was going to be... Yes. I didn't you see said it, it was going to be epic, and it is the best damn movie I've ever I seen. I told you it was going to be great. I laughed from start to finish. Deadpool is a must-see. How sad is Wait, it? Wait, I've heard that it's great. We recommended Rob, two movies, and neither we have seen Natalie, neither one of them. It is we the were in our basement every damn day. I haven't been to the movies in in a while. Okay. Was the last you like the same kind of comedy stuff. We're going to go on a date. Okay. The three of us, since Luigi already saw the movie, we'll go see Deadpool. Deadpool's okay. not in the theaters anymore. It's on pay per view. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, you can't you can borrow my Ethernet cable. How about that? see it on the big screen. Okay. But we need to go see. To- uh, I want to go see Jungle Book. I would like to go see that too. The last I really movie I saw. Well, in I haven't theaters seen Jungle was... Book. Can I, like, can I come to see that too? Yeah, or am I getting allowed, left you're out? You're allowed to come see that. I saw The Martian in theaters, which the Martian was great. Was great. We, we saw that on the airplane. Yeah, we saw it on the airplane going to San Francisco for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which cat do I have behind me? I watched it. I was watching The Martian on the way to um on the way to Houston. Is it, is 
is it? It's did you did you think it was funny? Yeah. I I thought, I thought it, was it was hysterical. It, it was That's fun. why I think you'll love Deadpool too. Okay. Same kind of comedy. Wait, okay. Martians is it funny? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. When it I was saw funny. when I saw it was nominated for best comedy, I'm like, what? I'm well, like, how's it? Then I watched the movie. I was laughing the entire time. Compared to Deadpool, no, Deadpool was great. Deadpool supposed kind of to be comedy. funny. Deadpool yeah. was like dark, darkish funny. Okay. But I got to tell you, Ryan Reynolds. No, he was, was great in the movie. He was in one of the worst movies ever made, which was that stupid that Green Lantern crap. Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. But he redeemed himself with the Deadpool role because Green Lantern was awful. I actually have it on DVD. Somebody gave it to me. I tried to watch it. It is unwatchably bad. Green Lantern. There's only one movie that I found to be totally unwatchable. I walked out of the movie theater for which it. One? It was Year One with Michael Cera yes. and. I got Jack Black. Prehistoric one? I got up and I walked yes. out. That was supposed to be theater. about the yes. like, uh, prehistoric yes. Yeah, people. I never, I, yes. I had never walked out of the theater. I was sitting there. I said, I can't watch this anymore. I threw things anymore. in my own TV. It was, it was, was so it was that bad. bad. I went to go see it in the movie theater and wow. I got up and left. I hate to yeah. do it to you. No, no it was wow. one of those. Give her one of those. Really? Wow. Why would you, you go see that in a movie theater? I, I was young. Have you ever No, I've seen, I went to movie theaters before, like, because, I don't know, to get out of the rain. And I saw great movies. I saw Braveheart by accident. I saw Phenomenon by have accident. You, I love Phenomenon. Phenomenon's a great film. No, I fell asleep. The, the, only, the worst that's ever happened to me is I fell asleep watching The Godfather. Well. That's it. It's too long. It's a long movie. I'm it's just going to say. You, know what, well, you were trying to get some action. And, no, and I was, was already getting action and I fell oh, asleep. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was drive that was theater. some really sad action there. <laughs> no, the action was good. But then I said, all right, that's, I've seen enough. Well, I've had enough of this. Who the hell do. needs After a horse's head? Gone, to I don't want to see a horse's ass. Now, these guys are shooting each other in phone booths. Who cares? <laughs> I'm over this. It's long-ass movie. I'm tired. I just had sex in the backseat of my car at the 61st, movie, 61st Street Drive-In Movie Theater. This movie's long, so it gave me enough time to have sex. And now I'm going to take a nap. And I fell I asleep. But that's what guys do I anyway. I fell asleep oh. an hour Women into the No, I don't take a nap. I, 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 you I, talk? I, you I, I pillow talk. Aww. I usually get up and make, and make food. Wow. I usually make, get I up, hate, make I food, and grab refreshments. I do. I hate to do it that's to That's impressive. How's it impressive? Because it is. Yes, it is. Because most men, they're just going to go roll over and take a nap. No, I make food. Really? Yeah. What do you make? Even at what do you make? Even at three a.m. He's, he's making the brisket lasagna no, pies no, or whatever no, they no, are. Usually, no, if, it, if no, it's if it's if it's, if it's rim, no, listen, if it's, if it's afternoon, <laughs> if it's afternoon delight, usually like a nice like. Oh, okay. If it's afternoon delight, I, I'm honestly got truth. I usually do like a little uh, like a like a nice caprese panini, oh, something yeah. like that. <laughs> nice. No, I think it's different. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I do a caprese panini. I'm not kidding. And if it's like late night action, like three, four a.m., it's almost breakfast time. Is that late so night I'm action up or pancakes early morning or, action? It de- well, I don't know. It depends. It depends. It depends. If it's a good night. But uh, no, after that, it's, it's usually no. I, I, I honestly got truth. I get up. I grab my water bottle. Then I go in the kitchen. Grab my bowl. Wow. Next thing it's pancakes or waffles or something like that. That's what I do. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's unusual. paninis. Yes. Paninis. And the after, that's for afternoon. You I, have a panini no, on the I was just going to yeah. say, you have like a press? Yeah, I have a panini no, press. No, I, I have to say, though, that most men don't fall asleep in the afternoon. No. No. But I it's at night. I fall asleep in the afternoon. <laughs> 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 I don't take naps. I haven't taken a nap in forever. I know. It's I should no, be I taking nap. naps. I can't take a nap. <laughs> Seriously. No, usually, when I, but after I usually get done, I'm kind of hungry. What am I going to do? Just grab a bowl of cereal? No, I'll make something. Yeah. Whip something over. <laughs> I'm going to go make a panini. Why not? I'm going to go make a, a short rib Speaking lasagna pie. Listen, Derek Jeter's giving away <laughs> gift bags. I'm making paninis, all right? Who would you rather sleep with, okay? Derek Jeter. I know. <laughs> I know. Those gift bags. I know. I understand. We're good pretty damn good. It's ridiculous. You're a rude guy. I'm trying very hard, and you're being rude. Hey, how you Ridiculous, man. There's a guy who walks around here and tr- looks like Rocky. Have you seen? There's guy? a lot of guys who walk Wait, around. Wait, is, like is it the same guy who is at the art museum and sells his photo? Probably. Yeah, it's, it's he's definitely got the same him. Hat. He's yes, got the it's pen. him. Yeah, it's I him. know who it is. Actually, I saw a couple buses this week because there was an election in Pennsylvania this Tuesday. It was election day, and there was a two buses in the Home Depot parking lot that said Rocky twenty six Rocky dot com Rocky twenty sixteen dot com, and I'm like, what the hell is that? I didn't even look it up. Can you look up Rocky2016.com? Wait, someone's running under that? I don't know. If you have two big buses and it says Rocky2016.com, wouldn't you think it's some sort of an election thing? I I would. Would I need to find out what it is? No, it's Meet Rocky. Creed Part 2? No, what is it? I'm I'm looking it up right now. Don't blame me. Blame the internet. So Rocky for Rocky who? No, 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 no. It's Uh, effective advertising. That's what that is. Rocky, we the people. Yes. So it was an anti-Trump thing? I decided to become a candidate because... Rocky for president. Rocky who? 
Meet Rocky. Um, it's uh, what's his name? The only this is not Rocky. This is some guy named Rocky running for president. Okay, yeah. who nobody knows. Unless you were in a Home Depot parking lot and say, who the hell's Rocky? <laughs> I'm thinking, hey, yo, Stallone is Rocky running. Well, De La Fuenta. De La Fuenta. Yeah. I've got more chance of being president, and I'm not yeah. even running so, or have a bus. Rocky. I can get on a SEPTA bus and get more votes than this guy. You can get on a bang bus and get more votes than that guy. You should do it, Tone. It's, it's Rocky, nah. but it's spelled... You could probably, you could probably run for mayor. Rocky Swing the vote. spelled R-O-Q-U-E. It's Rocky. Okay. De La Fuente. Right. Living proof right. that the American dream can be achieved by those who are inspired to pursue it. He was born in 1954 in San Diego, California. San Diego. And, uh, How do you vote Which means for a whale's vagina. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see, let's see. Very, 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 very Catholic. Meal mainly. <laughs> All right, that's enough mainly. about Rocky. I just Whatever. wanted to know who cares about Rocky. He's not going to roquet. This guy got no votes in Pennsylvania, just Roke. like uh, most of the Roke. other candidates. I mean, if, he, if, if Rocky can't get elected and voted no one can. for in, in Pennsylvania. I bet you this guy who had buses in The guy named Rocky in South Philly can't get elected. I bet you didn't get one vote. No. He might have. No, he Not probably forgot to vote for himself. He's Hispanic. First Hispanic American to serve as an at-large delegate. Well, God bless him. I mean, I'm not ripping the guy. I just didn't know I saw the buses. I see two buses. It's election day. I'm like, Rocky? Is it the fake Rocky guy? That's why he did it. That's why he did it. And it worked. It did. Here we are, the, here we are talking about it. How many it? votes did he get? I don't know how many Can votes he got, but we're talking about it. on uh, Tuesday? It Let's can't be more than a dozen, man. I guarantee he had two big buses with his name on the side, Rocky. Rocky. It, it's a shame that he spent his hour. money on that, thinking, I mean. Hopefully he wasted other people's money. Probably so. Own. True, if true. It's true politics is what you do. Exactly. <laughs> you don't spend your own money. Exactly. All these true. candidates who bailed out, how much money did they waste? Oh, oh man. You know what Millions. I could have done with that money? I could have finished my basement. <laughs> you <laughs> could have. that. You could have. You could have stairs right now. Speaking of that, he does. You his could stairs, have stairs right his now. stairs are downstairs. I have the stairs. They were delivered today. I have yes. to oh, the them, stairs Tony and I are on, on, our next, on our next DIY project. We'll be, we'll be mounting stairs Monday. If That's not the only thing I'll be mounting this weekend. Oh, oh boy. Paninis. So he, he, I don't want to know anymore about Rocky. <laughs> you just asked how many votes he got. Oh, okay. You oh, have how the many results? Votes he got? Let's have, uh, oh, 98% of the precincts are reported. <laughs> he got... It's a final. Da, 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 95 votes. 95. Wow. Two damn buses. <laughs> two damn wrap buses. Right? You know how much it costs to wrap a br- bus? <laughs> Enough, dude. Enough. 98, 95 votes. He got he got a Washington Ave from um you know wow. brought to he got uh, all the construction workers going into the Home Depot to buy plywood. Exactly, they're like, oh, I'll vote for Rock. Rocky. Vote for Rock. Hey, Rocky, yo, running. Yeah, hey, Rocky's yo, running. Yo, cuz. Yo, cuz. <laughs> hey, Bo. Rocky's running. Hey, Adrian. Yo, hey, Bo. Rocky, hey. Oh, yo, Rocky. Free primos for everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm president, <laughs> it's, fr- it's free fresh cut Thuman's deli meat for everybody. Oh, man. Okay, so right, we've officially gone off the, the rails. Here. What, what, is, what is next on the docket? We got about three minutes left in this glorious program. Yeah, wait, we, wait a minute, we, I got a message from Dean. I got a text. We All have right. we have a Florida update, but it's not Miss Robin. Yeah, I know we're no, going to go me. actually to Florida. No, a correspondent. Who was in Florida last week and has her I own was. personal recollection? Yes. Well, I'm going to play the Florida music because it's been a while. Absolutely. Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. Well, normally, Robin, Miss Robin, finds uh, sordid Florida stories. They actually find her every week. Correct. Absolutely. By the dozens. But in this case, I gladly release this to no, the you person. Say you say you, uh, what do they say on, uh, when, they're, when they're in Congress and they have time? I will uh, give my... Delegate? No, I will relinquish. Uh, relinquish. Relinquish the rest of my time. Yes. Okay. To Miss Natalie Aganoff, yes, who was in Florida just in last person. weekend. I was. I was in Florida. I was in Miami last weekend for a bachelorette party. Were you anywhere near D. Gordon and any kind of illegal supplements? Uh, not that I'm aware of. It's no, possible. He's, he's he wasn't aware of it either. Yes. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> we may have been. We he may didn't have, have any been. recollection of it either. So no. It doesn't matter. 
No, so... What were you doing in Miami? So I was at a bachelorette party. Wait, you went all the way to Miami Beach for a bachelorette party? And it was amazing. I had a great time. You on the beach? I was on the beach. South Beach? I was on South Beach. Did the, you go to uh, all the the, uh, the Art Deco joints? No, Did we... Did you go to the... Uh, what's the place we always go to down there, Robin? Multiple places. What's the most famous place on South Beach? There's a, t- there's a ton of them. I've been, to a mi- I've been in a million times, and now yeah. I can't think of it. No. We, we went to a pool bar called the Clevelander. The Clevelander. Yes, the yeah. Clevelander. That's, that's the one. Right one. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. We were there, all right. Um, it was a blast. Great drinks. Yeah, great drinks. Great crowd. We had so much fun. Danced the whole habits? time. No banana. Well, actually, I was yeah. still here. Of course, there are. Yeah, actually, There's Brazilian guys. There on was the beach a guy. Side. There was a guy with a group of South Philly guys actually wearing a mess shirt and a red, white, and blue uh, flag banana was it Rocky hammock. Twenty sixteen. It, 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 it was a good chance. It was. It was Roke. It was Roke. Roke. It was Roke. Yeah, but we had a great time, uh, and you know, we rented this beautiful house in Miami, pool, jacuzzi. The whole nine. Was Wayne Wade there? No. Uh. I was looking for him, though. So, <laughs> so wait, where's the good juicy part? All right, of here story? it comes. So, we have an amazing weekend. An amazing weekend. Um, How many girls? There was 12 of us. 12? Chicks? It was great. Scandalous. I can't speak about what happened. Wait, so, 12 girls all in the same room? 12 girls in the same house. How big of a house? There was three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. So, this 12 is, girls. This, Four chicks in each room. How many women in each room? Four. Four. So what happened? So this is where the scandal comes in. So we rent. My my friend rented this house through um, one of those online um, companies. VRB. BNB, right? No, no, no. Same type of same type of deal. Um, so they so they rent the house through this company, and it's through like a third party. So Sunday comes. We're all. You know, juice from the weekend. How long was this party? An entire weekend? It was Friday to Sunday. Oh, man. Yeah. So we had so much fun, and we're ready to come back home, and we get in the car, and we're driving to the airport, and my friend gets a phone call from the landlord, and and he says, "Um, I just wanted to let you know that the house was robbed, and our TV is gone. Mind you- I swear swear to God, this this is what happened. We were 20 minutes away from the house. Somebody went into the- broke into the house- and stole the TV. Wow. What do you make of that? Was it a big screen? Just a TV? Now, Just the TV. Now, was the landlord trying to blame you guys? So that's initially what I thought because he said, oh, I don't know how he got in. The timing was just too weird. It was really strange. So we end up FaceTiming the landlord, who we never actually saw in person, who apparently lived across the street. And we FaceTimed him, and he's showing us. He said, oh, look, they moved the mattresses. They moved this. They moved that. And look here. The TV's gone. I thought it was fishy. And I said, you know what? Only in Florida would this happen. Yep. No, not only in Florida. That would happen in a lot of places. No, that's probably a lot of landlords that are trying to figure out how to scam cute young things. Unlike most robberies in Florida in an apartment or a home, you didn't lose $250,000 worth of jewelry like most NBA players. So... What, well, What's but, wrong with that? The music was low, Robin. No, it wasn't low enough. Robin, it's barely him, even up. You, you have to have it was a little ambiance in the background. But I was telling him to turn it down just a little bit more, and he was getting annoyed. Why? Right there, right there is perfect. That's where that's it was. That's where it was. No, it was actually too But what I, what I found interesting was just the, the way that the whole thing played out. And I'm thinking, now, the day before... The day before, why are you laughing at me? Crack it up Because it was, it was barely crack up. Crack it up now. Because Robin's annoying me. Come on now. So the day before, <laughs> the 12 of us packed into the Tahoe, <laughs> drove to the beach. Why wouldn't you go and rob why the house then? across the street from the Cleveland there. Exactly. Across the street. You're right why? there. We, we did some driving. It was fine. No one's going to steer your TV. It doesn't matter what you But go. why wouldn't they rob the house when they saw us leave for the beach? Why would they wait until we left? I don't it's know. All, it's all so that it was robbed after you left for the last yeah. time? Oh, within within a half hour. Did they yeah. charge you extra money, a security deposit? Not, or... not that I'm aware of yet. And I said to the guy on the phone, I said, we're not liable for this, right? Because we left. We had checked out officially. Yeah. Did you lock the house and leave? Yeah, we, left the, we locked the house and everything. Well, then you're not liable for it. But isn't that strange? I'm going to put my it's damn weird. Judge Judy robe on here and make a determination right now. Thank you're you. Gonna yeah, the yeah, there's no way you're liable. You locked the house. You were gone. No, yeah. Yeah. you went to the beach and left the place open and somebody came in and ransacked the house. No. It's so strange. So strange. Well... What happened at the bachelor party? How was that? Bachelorette. Yeah, the bachelorette, bachelorette party. party was great. Were there strippers? I... Were there male strippers? 
Maybe. Maybe. That means a yes. I That's a yes. yes. There okay. may have like been a male yeah. stripper. A male stripper. Yeah. Twelve hey. chicks. No. Yes. Wait. 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 Lucky bastard. What did he, what did he yeah, show up at? Gay, yeah, that's that's probably. true pizza, too. Pizza delivery guy. Pizza oh, you went pizza delivery guy. <laughs> I at least brought paninis. You could have <laughs> ate those. <laughs> did you guys order extra anchovies? <laughs> I got oh, extra sausage. You went lover boy. Oh. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It was it was a really great weekend. We had a great Hot time. Sweet, by the way, was it? Uh... <laughs> um, extra extra spicy. <laughs> hey, woman. <laughs> it was a great weekend, but yeah, it was it was crazy. It was weird. Best. And I thought only I did. I and I said that to my friends. I said, you know, on the Tony Bruno show, we do this segment called Down in Florida, and look at what happened. Well, well, at least the, as long as no one went down in Florida, you'll be okay. No, everybody came home in one piece, and hey, we all did last. Arrested, and you didn't have no. Meth Unlike car. some people we know. Yeah, I went down I in Houston, baby. Jeez. <laughs> hey, Houston, I love that. You place. didn't get drunk and gonna have to be carried hey. out. And... <laughs> I love Houston, and Houston loves me back. Damn it, yeah, right? <laughs> oh man, that was a good time. I can't wait to get back there. <laughs> the Super Bowl next year is in Houston. Have I you been to Houston. Now? I've never been. We will be there. Well, hopefully. Oh, We're for sure. Sport, you know who'll be there? Carson Wentz and your Philadelphia. Oh, I can't. Oh. He'll be on Radio Raw with us wow. doing interviews. Before, before, before you exactly <laughs> right, Tony. I was like, wait a, minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Selling some redheaded uh, stuff like, hey, I got this just for men for redheads. You want to put something in and get that gray out? He's a ginger. He is a ginger. We love gingers. I, I, love I don't trust I love gingers, though. too. Do you I don't really? Trust oh, my God. Why? I don't know either. I love Conan O'Brien, and yeah, I'm into gingers. Every ginger disappears. I mean, like Claude Giroux, dog, disappeared. He's a ginger. I love Claude Giroux. Uh, my dog's name's Ginger. I love gingers. How about Marianne? Did you like yeah, her? Did you like too? too? I mean, <laughs> I like the skipper. I like the skipper. You like him big. Like That's what it is. You like him big. All right. Like but most gingers are like freckled and stuff. Not yeah, all gingers know. are the same. There is, a, but there is a certain personality trait of a ginger really? that is very endearing. Can't trust a ginger. Judas was a ginger. They have no souls. Judas was a ginger. Yes, he was. What? Judas was a ginger. How do you know? Look that? it up. It's, Where? it's in, in the all Bible? the books. Yeah, it's in all the books. Every campaign in Judas. <laughs> Judas? <laughs> ginger. Then what is that, a sign note? Yes, you can't trust a ginger. Judas was a ginger. Is that that's, a, uh, that's a footnote in the Bible that I must have all missed. All you redheaded heathens out there, you're is that, all ginger. Is that in the back? What's so the back? When they it's have, in the like, back. It's in the, old, it's in the New Testament. <laughs> no, he was not. Judas was Caucasian either. I just have no, Judas, a sneaky suspicion. Judas, Judas was not Caucasian. He was just a ginger. That's exactly what he was. He was a ginger. That's Listen, I don't trust him. Why? Because I just don't. Gingers are good people. Israeli, like everybody down there, they were they were very dark skinned, dark hair, dark everything. Down where? Down in back in the Bible days. Down where? In Jerusalem, like the Israelis, they were Israeli. The Israelites, right? Israelites, right? Jesus. That's why I, said, I don't trust. What, what, what Israeli? Do you ever meet an Israeli ginger? It's impossible. Exactly my. And point. that's why you can't trust them. <laughs> Because she's, he was not words, a ginger, she's what, what she's saying. He was not a ginger. He was a ginger. No, I need look that. it up. Look, just Google because... a picture of Judas, and you will see yes. his redheaded bastard. Judas Priest. Okay, can Judas I just tell Priest. you? <laughs> Judas Priest. That's what I was thinking of. Is that the ginger? Judas as a ginger, they also painted Jesus as a white guy with brown hair. And he's not. No. Doesn't he look like Jake Borachek? Jesus, Hello? I think he's, uh, well, he does wait, wait, wait. a little bit. So Jesus with teeth. <laughs> With no! teeth. He was not a white guy with brown hair. So who was he? What he was, was he then? He was from the Middle East. He was from the Middle East. He looks like, like every other Middle Eastern. Exactly. What do you mean? Wait, you're still fair skin. Middle Eastern? No, but you're def- Wait a minute. <laughs> oh Wait a minute. They didn't have the right pigment. To Wait, paint you really, no, you really think joking. Jesus was I'm a joking. white guy? I'm joking here. With blue eyes? No. As depicted? No. Maybe. Of course he was. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I went to St. Bart's, what they told but me. But let's just say, no brown hair, blue eyes, or gingers... In the Bible. But they all spoke British. They all spoke uh, Brits. They yeah. were all Brits. Yes, they were. Any that? movie yeah. that any involves movie. any biblical times where there were no actual British all people. Plenty of gingers are British. all Brits. I don't know how I don't that understand happened. that. <laughs> right. Seriously. So they can all be British, but they can't be... Whatever. I, I'm, I'm not going to get into this. No, why I'm, is that? Why I, is it that every movie that depicts Romans, uh They are all British. They weren't British. It's so it's so confusing as someone who grew up Catholic too. I know, but you know? I, I, I've been listen. I've been told one thing my entire life that That's Judas I, was a ginger. Yes, <laughs> I, I must have this missed that lesson. This is the first lesson. time I've heard that. Yeah, Judas was. A I ginger. was an altar boy. No, and I didn't know. So, that. No. Sorry. The, <laughs> let me just explain something to you. All the paintings that everybody goes by, where they think that that's what Jesus and 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 Mary Magdalene was a blonde. Robin, is it right? 
I don't know. It's not. I'm just telling I'm you just what telling I've you, been told. Factually, okay? it's wrong. It's people- How do you, were you there? Do you have proof? Do you have honestly got proof? Did you take a freaking picture with your camera phone? There's proof. Did you periscope there's, Mary there's, walking there's out? There's actually proof. DNA, <laughs> like, like, like they have DNA off of the Shroud of Turin. It is a, a, a guy that was very Israeli looking. And that was Christ. Everyone, yes. All right, here's the, the final one. A very yes. Israeli walking guy walking around with some blood that he left around was Christ. Yes. The Shroud of Turin supposedly was You're agreeing with her because she's a woman, not because she's no. a No, because I, I studied it. Ladies Shroud and gentlemen. Shroud of Turin supposedly has the DNA it of does. Christ on it. By the way. That is what's supposed Everybody has now a homework assignment. Till the next podcast. I need to know if, if Judas was here. Everybody to pick up their Bibles. <laughs> Call Tim Tebow. You know he won't be in the club That's with Johnny get. Manziel. No, he, he won't be in the club getting loose. Night, I want night. Bible study this weekend. Your homework assignment, kids. Bible study. And I want to know if Judas was, in fact, the ginger. I'm going to use your napkin because my for nose it. is running. How, how, about, how about Johnny Manziel in a local bar waiting for a Justin that was Bieber concert unbelievable. to start on night? Jesus. I mean, <laughs> how bad can you it have get, to be man? sitting there questioning, like, okay, I messed up. Isn't that that yeah. moment in your life where you're just looking you're and, you're, lo- yeah, you're, and, you're, and you're like, what did I do? You're in a local bar with a glow stick around your neck. You just doesn't We're waiting for a Justin Bieber to start. How many chances? Two years removed from being a 20-second pick in the he NFL had just, draft. He just got indicted the day before for, her, for assaulting his girlfriend. The guy, the guy has serious problems. Oh, and people serious laugh at him problems. Because he's in the party and he's look doing what the just, It's not signs. problems. He's going to end up dead. No, That's look, what's going to happen randomly to him. started on YouTube. Is that crisscross ain't coming Oh, yeah. It just randomly started. suckers that don't know. Yeah. Check it out. Some of them try to run, but they can't run. Oh, like oh. Some of them try to run. I can't stop moving back and forth. I'm going to start jumping up and down. It just started so randomly playing. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, I swear to God. Miggity, miggity, Mac. I don't know. Did they ever figure out which one was the Daddy Mac and which one was the Mac Daddy? I don't It doesn't matter. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Look at that. He's just like, what the hell is going on around here? We were just talking about Jesus Gingers and Johnny Manziel. I'll tell you what, this, this, this was an epic return to the podcast. Yes, after it a was. Little hiatus from Tony. Tony had to finish up some things here, here at the house. Are. The basement has been poured. We yes. have a basement. The now. wine has been poured. Yes. The basement's been poured. We have a basement, basement that we can stand up in. Yes. Wonderful. That is phenomenal. And not hit our heads. We want to thank everybody. And we got a late shout out from Dean in Clearwater who says, shout out to the couple. Downright sport bleeping in the middle of rush hour traffic, I guess, in Florida. Oh, oh there's a video. There's a video. There's a video of everything. Up. There's a couple actually having sex in the middle of rush hour. Better ways, to, at least they weren't texting and driving. <laughs> exactly that. right. Exactly Well, you right. know, when you're in stop. Well, you if you were stopped park. in traffic, you would be texting. Yes. These people at least were using their time constructively. You know what? <laughs> exactly it takes right. two. So if somebody doesn't want to participate, then, you know, texting is the second option. Let me see that video here real quick. It's on YouTube, right? Yep. It's on Barstool Sports, actually. <laughs> Robin, real quick. Robin, be in a car. Let me periscope this real fast. I see something going up and down, but I can't recognize it. Is it that? Well, I can't. I'm going to have to look at that. I'll have to go back and look at that tonight. Wow. Look at them oh, go. You can see the, the legs, like, flapping in the air. I can't tell now. I can I see this? I think look so. it up yourself. No. I'm going to look at it we again. We got to go. We got to go? Where we got to go? I got to go put the uh, the dryer uh, and we're gonna take <laughs> the dryer Natalie thing in the tubes on. Yeah. We're going to put me Natalie in the basket. The That's right. We're going to lower Natalie down to the dungeon. <laughs> you can follow Natalie at Natalie It's going to be Miami all over again. <laughs> Natalie, E-G-E-N-O-L-F. Natalie Eganoff, good friend of the show, a part of the show now, known her forever. <laughs> at Luigi Curto 22 on Twitter. At Miss Robin Austin and me at Tony Bruno Show. In the meantime, enjoy the draft this weekend. I'm going to enjoy my red red wine. You drink draft, light draft, mock draft, and all the other drafts. These chefs that have a ramen company, and be careful. And they introduced us to uh, Rayu. And it's oh well. Good night, everybody. for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. 
like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.